Uh, we grew up in camps together a long, long, long time ago, and, uh, and uh, in re- more recent years, we've uh, reconnected in ministry. Our, our lives have followed a, a fairly similar track, and now pastoring uh, the churches our dads planted. And uh, actually, Mike was here just last year uh, in the fall at our pastor's conference that we held here with Steve Sampson, and, and he talked uh, to the pastors about hearing the voice of God, and it was just a powerful time. And I, I said, Mike, when you have time, I'd like you to come back and, and share that with us again. But I, I've always appreciated um, uh, Mike's heart because there's, there's relationships in life that are important, and I've talked about this before. There's relationships that you track in years, and then there's other relationships that you track in decades, which those are very important relationships in our life. And then there's relationships that you track by generation. And, and for Mike's family and, and my family, that's, that's extended uh, back to our dads and, uh, and now to us and now to our children. And, and so those generational relationships are so important. And that's why I wanted him to share with our congregation because uh, a lot of what Pastor Mike has invested in me, I've shared with you, and I want you to hear him uh, for yourself. And so would you welcome Pastor Mike Kirschbaum as he comes to the pulpit tonight. Thanks, Mike. Love you. Amen. It's good to be here. Uh, I loved... Uh, Pastor Daryl Sr. was telling me that the first time he ever met my father was at a conference in Kansas City, and my dad gave him a prophecy that uh, directed his steps just after that. Amen. It's good to come to a place where the presence of the Lord feels like home. Yeah. I like to sing a little bit, get myself mellowed out. Uh, My favorite song right now is There's just something about the name of Jesus. 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 Because sometimes I feel like I'm up against it all. Sometimes I feel, oh, like I can't go forward, but God is with me. God is with me. Say it with me. God is with me. Oh, and he's always faithful. Yeah. Uh, my church at home was wanting me to bring my piano. Go, you're doing great. Bring my piano guy because I get a little crazy at home. Uh, grew up going to a lot of black churches growing up, and so I like to get down. I like to get down. And so, uh, but there's something about the presence of the Lord. And today we're going to talk about hearing the voice of the Lord. What's it take to hear Him? Well, if you are saved, or if you're not saved, you're made to hear Him. Okay? 
Everybody in the world when they were birthed was made with the ability to hear God. That's why he sent the comforter to all the world is because the Holy Spirit is working to speak to not just us, but everyone. I think it's a funny thing when you uh, have someone that spent a lot of years outside of God and they get saved and then they realize that God and the Holy Spirit have been talking to him for a long time. How many had that experience? He was talking to him for a long time. He was working on him for a long time. He was there doing good, trying to work to do good for them for a very long time. Because that goodness of God, his goodness, it leads us to repentance. It leads us to change our mind about who he is to us. He's been working to talk to you. Man, God's working every single day to talk to you, to converse with you. Not to take up all your day and to consume all your time, but just to have a moment where he can give you edify, exhort, comfort you, and give you direction that maybe you just can't make it through the day without. And I just can't make it through a day without him. I got to get that moment with him, to get that place with him. And, and some of the keys I've found from, in your ability to hear from God is setting this stage in my life in the natural. There's a principle that my dad taught me. I heard through different ones. I'm sure uh, pa- Pastor Daryl Sr. has probably told you, I don't know what Daryl, but it's first the natural and then the spiritual. And uh, it's a pretty good bet that if there's not a natural person in your life you're willing to submit to and you're willing to follow, I guarantee you are not going to submit to God and follow him. Okay? So the first thing you have to check in order to hear the voice of the Lord, am I leadable? So tonight, if I wanted to mess with you guys, and I'm not going to do it, but we'll just talk about it because I don't want to offend you. But if I was tonight to say, okay, everybody hop up out of your seats, get out of your places because your butt prints have been there before, it's all going to be good. You can go back there next week, but come up to the front and fill these front rows. How responsive would you be to that? What would your first thing be within you if someone directs you to do that? For a lot of people, they'd be like, let's go. I bet you hear from God good when you're apt to say, just let's go. But see, I would like to say if I was out there, I'd be like, let's go. But I would be, I'll be honest with you, I sometimes struggle with, other people getting into my zone of action. I mean, after all, we've just been worshiping God from my place that I chose to be in at, and this was the spot I was planning on receiving from the Lord, please stay out of my comfort zone. Well, a lot of times we can be that way in the natural sense, but we can also be that way in the spiritual sense. We'll be in that spot where we're saying, well, I came to meet with God. Leave me alone, God. I'm waiting to meet with you. Because we've come with this preconceived idea. We've come with this outlook. And the first thing, if you want to really hear from God, you've got to deal with you. You have to deal with your carnal mind. You have to deal with your motivation. You have to deal with that. And you need to be honest with you uh, about things. Because you know what? The stupidest person you can lie to is yourself. Lead you astray. So, so tonight, how many of you would like to hear God's voice in a greater way in your life? Okay? So number one, be leadable. Be willing to be led. Be willing to be corrected. Whom the Lord loves, he corrects. I love the scripture uh, or the in the prayer where it says, his rod 
and his staff, it comforts me. How many know what the rod stands for? Correction. To correct you. Uh, He'll only correct you as hard as it takes to get your attention, to get you moving in the direction that's most advantageous for you. Okay? Because God didn't come and, and give us the scripture and give us a church so that everything can be about him in our life only. Everything he first desires is what's advantageous first for us. It was so advantageous today for you to come to church and you to enter into the presence of the Lord together in unity and for you to sing praises to him. It's so good for you to do that. It absolutely does nothing to change God, but man, it does a great change in you. It sets the stage of everything for you to be able to to come and get into a habit of coming into his presence in your day-to-day life in a way that you can't even hardly imagine is possible. But it sets that stage. It's the place where we learn something. Are you correctable? See, some people are leadable, but uh, I was one of those kids, probably a... He knew me when I was at least 10. He saw me running around like a terror with my best buddy, John Crane, at conventions. When they told us we could only have two donuts, but we waited until they all were gone, we snuck down the back with with the sticks from the drum set, and we filled the whole stick with donuts. The entire stick of donuts. Then we'd go sneak off the back, and we'd eat the donuts. I've been a person that is great at following my father, who was before me, on the outside sometimes. But on the inside, it was a different story. I was the type of kid that my dad could make me sit, but while he's making me sit on the outside, the inside of me is like, I may be sitting on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. Anybody else like me here? That's dangerous. Because that attitude that we have internal affects our eternal. And so we have to be in the place to where we check ourselves. I always tell uh, uh, people, check yourself before you wreck yourself. You have to check things out. Check your motivation, what's motivating you. And a lot of times it's just stupid because you have to remember, you are carrying your biggest enemy against hearing the voice of the Lord every single time you need it, and it's called your carnal mind. Over and over, you talk yourself out of really opening up your ears and hearing from him what he wants to say because you think the moment that you quiet down, you know what you need. And remember, Scripture says that the carnal mind is enmity to God. When I've looked at that, it's in opposition to what God wants to do in your life. And even Scripture says it can never become a subject of God. It has to be under subjection by you. Okay? Is that right, guys? Is that good? I think that's what it says. And it's true. How many of you have found it to be true? And I find in my carnal mind, all it wants to do is kill me, separate me. It wants me to live by lust and not by love. I have to check that. I have to see my motivation. And then the cool thing is, is that every single time I come and I check my motivation, it's okay to find out that I'm not being motivated perfectly. 
How many remember when the uh, man brought his son before Jesus? And the son had been uh, vexed with uh, foaming and uh, seemed as, and he's just, you know, going through all this stuff. And he, sa- he says to, the, to Jesus, he goes, well, you know, I brought my son before. The disciples have seen him before. And, you know, that for a moment he'll have relief. But then as soon as we're away, this thing comes back. And uh, Jesus, you know, s- says to the man, he goes, uh, do you believe? And he goes, yes. And then he, was pr- he had a profound moment. He goes, but I also notice when I look at my belief, help my unbelief. Okay, to hear from the voice of the Lord, you are going to be having to deal with your flesh, which is imperfect and isn't going to line up the way that you want it to all the time. But it's okay for you to see in that location, how's your motivation? Well, I want to be motivated right, and I know what the right motive is, but God, I find myself wanting to be motivated and wanting to be in that place, but help me with the wrong motivation too. Because I want to operate for you, but I want people to see me. I want to operate for you, but I want people to, to appreciate me. And one of the biggest things we have to get in order to hear the voice of the Lord, we just have to do it because it's life to us. Not because it's going to bring the life we want for us to deal with that motive. And if we do those simple things, because it really is simple for us to do this if we pay attention to it, if we do those simple things, we start to diminish and he starts to increase in our life. Okay? We start to diminish. We just start to kind of get in that settled location. We begin to trust in the Lord and those that trust in the Lord will be like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved right? We want to hear from the, hear that voice. The next thing that's important to, in order to hear the voice of the Lord, you have to be connected with the body. Now, I know he's talking out there and talking to everybody, but if you really want to be directed by God and you really want to see him doing outstanding, incredible things, you have to be connected with the body. And connection with the body is not just having a pastor, but you got to have one. It's not just having these other things, but you have to get to the place that you care about the body that God's placed you in above yourself. He that's faithful in another man's, I will make ruler over his own. The best way to develop the voice of the Lord in your life is to start wanting to hear God's voice for someone other than you. Because you know what? God is Jehovah Jireh. He is your provider. You can cast all your cares upon him. He cares for you. You don't even have to take thought for one single thing for your life. He will provide it if you'll believe. But you can be in that location, and then you can begin to believe for what the to hear from God for the word that's needed in the brethren that's around you. And something that happens when we're in church, I learned about the prophetic in church, but in my life, the prophetic is always on no matter where I go. Uh, today, we went to see Daryl's uh, mechanic. Daryl's mechanic has been making some good money off Daryl, but he's a good mechanic. Just, it's just been Daryl's vehicles have been the issue. But uh, as soon as I was in there with Daryl's mechanic, I could tell that this guy really needs a break. He really needs a break. 
And so in my mind, I'm like, man, this guy needs a break. He needs to spend time with his kids. Him and his wife need to reconnect. You know, we don't have kids in here, do we? Oh, man. So, I mean, you guys ever heard that song? Let's get it on. In my thinking, it's like they need to have some intimate time. This guy is longing for that. And I'm like, God, what can I do about it? I don't know what to do about it. I'm from Marino. How can I help him have a moment? And before I knew it, I'm just, I'm like, dude, you ever think about going out to Colorado? Why don't you come to Colorado? Just hop your people, it's hop your family in the deal. We got a great apartment at our church. Just come and hang out. We got ponies for the kids. Uh, we'll take your kids around. The two of you can spend time. I mean, just, and I'm thinking, what are you saying? You don't know this person. He may never take me up on that. I wish he would. But sometimes just being sensitive to the Holy Spirit enough to make the offer brings a change of focus in their life that opens up God's door to take them to whatever is needed in their life. Are your eyes open to the needs that are around you? This is where we learn to do it. A thing I've been trying to get my church to do for a very long time, this probably won't be anything like, tomorrow will be a completely different service because you guys are like, got me in a, my notes are just pointless. Uh, uh, something I've been trying to get my church to do for a very long time is when they come in and when you first start singing, when Leanne or whoever is leading, to look around at your body. Because we are a part of one another. We are made to make a way for each other. The scripture says that each joint or each part of us is supposed to supply a need. But so often we get through going through the motions of just coming here and sitting, going through some songs, hearing a little message, and then we're like, man, I just don't know why I'm just not feeling it. It's not that you're not feeling it, you're not hearing it. And if you're not hearing it, faith cometh by hearing. And not just hearing somebody say some good stuff, but hearing the word of the Lord. Biblically, the word of the Lord is you got to hear Jesus. been trying to get him to come and just in that moment look around and see who's here right now look around see who's here when it comes to operating on hearing the voice of the Lord the prophetic or being someone that wants to hear for someone else deals with what they know as well as what God will show okay so if you look around and if you are intuitive and you can see, from, see someone that you even know and you, maybe you know their situation, you know they're going through a tough period of time in their life, you should look to move based upon knowledge even every single time. And you can go to them and you can say, which I don't know you, but I'd be like, dude, I know what you're going through. And I know... Whatever. I could tell him the whole story. I know you shared with me this. And I know you're going through this. But I just wanted you to know this morning that I'm with you. That I love you. 
that God's going to make a way for you. And I'm going to stand with you, and I'm going to support you, and I'm going to care for you all the way until it's the end. And if ever there is a day that you need someone to talk to again, call me. It's your job. And you know what's cool about that? It's what we're made to do. And see, there's something that happens when we're Christians and we do what we're made to do. All of a sudden, where we were lacking strength and ability to even deal with some of our own situations, with whatever measure we've met, he measures back to us. And I would much rather have his hand give into my life than my hand. Much rather. Why? Because he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask and all that we can think. And he's our God. He's for us. He cares for us. He loves us. He wants to do anything he can that won't hurt us or be detrimental. Amen? So tonight, as you look around, one of the first ways that you can hear the voice of the Lord is look around. I noticed you the moment that you came in. Nope. Him. Yep. And God wants to bring new joy into your life. But he's going to have to deal with your head to get you the joy. Because, see, everything's done for you. He set you up for complete success. He's given you all the victory, but you've got to believe it. And you have to have an expectation moment to moment when all that junk comes in your head and tells you anything different. You have to say, I don't care what you're saying. I've got the victory. I don't care what you're thinking. And you're talking to you. You're speaking to yourself. You're encouraging yourself. You're edifying yourself because the Holy Spirit's with you. And you know what? You're set up to succeed. You've got to believe it. And if you can believe it, you'll start walking in it. And you know what? You'll be like a different, complete person in your life of who you really are and even who you once were that you look back sometimes and go, where's he? Because God's giving you the victory and he's for you. If my God is for me, tell me who can be against me. Right? With you. It's going to change everything. But then with what he's changing for you, he wants you to notice and bring change to other people. That joy he gives you, he wants you to bring joy to other people. He wants you to recognize and see those that have thought just like you or felt just like you and recognize it and go to them and say, let me tell you something. I don't know if you sing or not. You sing at all? No? I can record it. You don't dance either? Oh, anybody can dance. But you can go and tell them, hey, Christ is giving you the victory. Well, I don't believe in Jesus. He believes in you. Well, I don't care if he believes in me. Well, then I'll, I believe in you. And I believe in the change that's coming to your life. I believe in the change. I saw it. I noticed at the moment that you came in. Amen? If I embarrassed you, sorry. Hear the voice of the Lord. And see, your church would become a place and an oasis 
for people to come when you're willing to hear the voice of the Lord. When you're not putting on just Pastor Daryl and Pastor Daryl and Pastor whatever, because you guys got a staffing, expect Leanne to kick it all the time. When you take all the pressure off of them to produce and you say, you know what? I want to produce what I'm supposed to produce. And at this point in my life, my hearing might only seem like a squirt gun. But he who is faithful in little will be ruler over much. How does hearing the voice of the Lord grow? Do good with the little he gives you. Just do good with the little he gives you. And, and he'll do good for you. Yeah. Can I get a moment? Sound effects. He's crazy. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Good. How's stuff going for you? Pretty good? Okay, let me have both your hands here. I'm just going to pray for you. I think God's going to bring some new direction. Your life's going to be as good as you'll let it be. Father, just right now, just, I don't know what's going on with them, but I ask right now, God, you just do something supernatural in their life. Do something supernatural in their relationship. Uh, put it in their minds to make sure that they really see one another and who they are and how blessed they are to have each other. God, I see them as two people that sometimes haven't spoke the same language, and I ask God that you just be the translator between the two of them. And man, you have such good for them that they can't even hardly imagine in their relationship. And then not only let them learn this for them, but let them be someone that can translate to, this, to other people that are around them, that can be have mercy as you're giving them mercy, God. Let them be ones that recognize trouble in other couples' lives, and they move when you tell them to move. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God sees you too. Can I have your hand? God sees you. It's moving. Stick with him. Don't let what you're saying be your truth that you live by. Let what he says be the truth. All things will work together for good unto them that love God and are called according to his purpose. And you're purposed. He has a plan. He's not caught unaware by anything that's going on. You might be. And I'm not saying that what you're going through is something was his plan. We have to deal with a lot of junk that is other people's decisions. Okay? But don't quit on God. Because he will come through. He will change everything. He will be faithful. Okay? And at the end of the day, whether you're in a Job moment or not, at the end of this moment, he'll give you a double portion, maybe a triple portion, maybe a hundred portion better. And you could look back in this time and say, you know what? I don't want to go back there, but I'm glad for what God did while I'm there. And don't draw away from the church, but press in. Let this be the place that gives you care and love. Amen? Amen. 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 Sorry, guys.
Just had to take a little moment because I heard Jesus. Hearing the voice of the Lord. Hearing the voice of the Lord for 15 after, right? Okay. Hearing the voice of the Lord in a setting, I don't have to know what to say to someone. I just have to know that God wants to say something. And the cool thing about hearing the voice of the Lord and knowing that someone needs to say something, if he doesn't give me something hot off the griddle, I know my scripture and every single one of those promises are yes and amen. And I can start in what I know and find that comfort location, but then I can move and the voice of the Lord can speak and he can direct my mouth and direct my thoughts from that point on. And you say, well, you're just gifted. We're all gifted to have the prophetic in operation in our life. He has called every single one of us to edify, to exhort, and to comfort. I can leave the correction to him, but I need to edify, I need to exhort, and I need to comfort. And I learn to do it here, but then it goes out in my day-to-day life at Walmart, at Home Depot, or whatever your favorite store might be. It opens up the door for you to be able to minister to people in, a, in an incredible way. Amen? I'll give you one quick testimony, maybe, or I'll just... I like testimony, but I don't want testimonies to be what's going on. I'd rather for God to move. Some, I don't want to be a preacher that's all just testimony, all what's behind me and not what's happening now. You know, Jared, you know, you're still called the exact same you were called. He's going to bless you, but he wants to make sure that you're willing to take the time to, to develop the gift and call of the ministry that's upon your life also. And if you'll stay prepared, he'll continue to bless you in the financial, but he'll also start to open up the door to you in the, in the realm of speaking and preaching and even mentoring, you know? to where you, have, you find different people that you can just mentor and that'll be perfect for you. And I mean, you're a pretty satisfied guy and that's where God likes to find someone who's resting in the Lord and they're, they've waited patiently, been a few, 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 few little things. You know, someone messed with your head. But I knew that way before you had problems. But, uh, <laughs> but open yourself to that and open it for the two of you in that area. And really that you you guys you're here, you're solid. You're you're with this place. But be open to be that prophetic voice and then also to train up other people and and recognize them uh, in that area. Cuz you you guys you can do that. You can do that especially. Just got to risk it. I'm risking it today. Taking a risk, stepping out. Cuz I live in Marino. If I blow it here, I still get my paycheck at home. Amen? Quick testimony. In all areas of my life, I have a way I do things. I'm very visual. When when I'm not thinking right, I take myself in front of the mirror and I have it out with me. So you'd like to try that. It actually works pretty well. I'll look at myself in the mirror and I say, okay, Mike, you dummy. 
Stop thinking that way. Stop wanting that junk. Get your head straight because that's not the direction we're going. Yeah, but Mike, you're just not appreciated. Don't you think that? No, that's not how I'm going to think. I could give you the both sides of the thing. So you're schizophrenic. No, I've got a carnal mind and a spiritual mind. And they sometimes have to duke it out. Right? But something else I do that's very visual is in my gift of God. Anytime I go somewhere, I will say, my light's on. How many remember old taxi cabs? Lyft and junk don't get it, but you guys are old enough to remember. I mean, you guys are right in a city where maybe they still have it. How do you know a cab that's, that you can ride in? The light's on, right? And so I visually in my mind will say, okay, God, I know I'm busy. I know I got stuff I got to do, but I'm turning my light on. And anybody, God, that needs to have a moment to get on board with me to take them closer to you, send them. And I can tell you this, every single time, God will send somebody, and it becomes very easy. Um, I told Daryl this story, and I'll just use it. I probably won't use it tomorrow. But uh, I was in Las Vegas at the gospel brunch at the House of Blues. And uh, I love, like, gospel. Andre Crouch, it won't be long. I mean, it's like crazy. You don't have to go with me. All those songs, and say, I love gospel, and they're doing the gospel brunch. But the moment that, just like the moment that you came in and I saw you, I'm at a gospel brunch with my wife on a little vacation time because it's just really, really cheap to go to Vegas. And we're at the House of Blues and uh, incredible buffet, and I'm just ready to to be a glutton and then ask for God to forgive me later. And so uh, all of a sudden this guy walks in, and, and it's just like that, thing and I'm like and I'm like oh cool you know I see him and then the whole thing's going on and I just couldn't and I just kept seeing I find Debbie's like what are you doing I'm like I just can't stop focusing on this guy she's like why and I'm like it's God I know it's God she's like it's God what are you gonna do about it I'm gonna ignore it as much as I can on vacation. I didn't even tell God my light was on. I'm there for the most amount of bacon that any one person could possibly eat in a moment. Okay? And so I'm in that spot, but he just couldn't get out of my mind. And so a lot of times I'll make these deals with God. Uh, Well, God, you know, if you set it up so that we're at the same spot and we're in this location and tons of times it works okay tons of times he like lets it come together and the angels go ah and i can go it ended you know i can really go in for the super spiritual encounter with god for that person it's not like that but a lot of times it happens but this time it never worked we were never close to one another I would be at the bacon, and he would be at the eggs. And I don't want eggs when there's bacon. I would be at the cinnamon rolls, and he would be at the salad bar. I can guarantee I wasn't looking for salad. Okay? 
And, and so we're just always out of sync. And finally, it's coming to the end of the time, and, it, and it's ticking down. And they kind of have this gift store you have to go through when you're going out of the deal. And I'm sitting there, and like, I'm like, well, uh, you, I guess you didn't do it. And God said to me, are you going to do it? So I dashed around through all of these tables, and I caught him in the middle of the gift shop, in the middle of the thing. And I don't even remember what I specifically said to them. But all of a sudden, just blah, 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 came out, and she broke into tears. She hugged me in the middle of, and I had to look, hey, baby, I'm with you. You know, just <laughs> She hugged me, and something happened at that moment of the deal, and I'll probably never see them again. but I'll always remember them. And I still get to pray for them. And that's the craziest thing about God in my life. And that's the craziness about God that could be available in your life. And he blesses me. Then we had all kinds of cool little things that God did for us, not because he had to, but because when you're faithful in the little, something happens. Amen? Amen. Guys, it's been great to be here with you. It's like being home. No need for notes. Uh, I'll be preaching tomorrow, and I'm preaching around the same subject. So I don't know for sure. It's going to be around hearing the voice of the Lord, but even the points that I made tonight, he just made them up. So unless I listen to the recording, uh, I ain't going to get them because they're not the ones that were on my paper. You've seen the prophetic in operation. I'm not special or any more special than any normal Christian. I'm just Mike. And you are just as good as me. And God loves you maybe even more. Walk in it. Open your ears. But let it start here in the house, and it will fill this place if you become a caring and a prophetic people that make sure that people are seen when they're in need. They make sure that they hear a word of that someone loves them when they live, feel like they live in a world where no one loves them or notices them. You won't be able to find a spot on a Saturday night service or a Sunday if people are met by people who care not because they have to, because God makes us, but because you make a constant, conscious choice that I will love like God said I can love. He will do it through me. Amen? It's all over. I'm all done. I hope you're blessed. But the cool thing, the cool thing, the cool thing, the cool thing is that you got his son.